Okay. If you try to force it now, what you'll do is you'll be just like those other agents. Okay. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to be inauthentic because people can smell when you lie to them. They know when you're lying to them. And that's going to betray the relationship. Welcome to the No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents podcast. Working as a real estate agent can be incredibly rewarding and fulfilling, but it can also be frustrating if you aren't making the money you deserve. So if you're ready to end the stressful cycle of working hard for no results, then get started with a proven step-by-step system so that every month is No Broke Months. If you're looking for more listings and you would like a step-by-step approach of how to do it, I invite you to an upcoming five-day listing domination challenge where I'm going to show you exactly how to take listings in today's market and how to do so without door knocking, cold calling, or begging. You can register now to attend for free when you visit www.5daylistingchallenge.com. That's the number five daylistingchallenge.com. And again, that's www.5daylistingchallenge.com. See you online. How to remain authentic as a real estate agent. Dan Roshan of No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents talks about how to remain authentic as a real estate agent without losing sight of your clients. Learn how to make your clients feel like they can trust you and work with you when they need to buy or sell a home in this new episode of No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents. I got a lot of irons in the fire. So, um, sphere of influence still reigns supreme with referrals. So working them, but, um, FISBO trying to get around, I guess, uh, the obstacle of people just not wanting, they're learning. It's seeming like these agents are really just calling to list. And so they're kind of shutting down the previews. And, you know, I just know to just continue to just build a relationship with them. It's just what is what it is. And so if I just keep saying to myself, like, you're just here to build a relationship, you know, and so right now I just really literally have like a text relationship with one because they really don't want anyone to come unless you have the buyer with you. So just kind of using what I've learned from your coaching to like the one, two punches and just continuously being text message, you know, like at least conversation with them, even though I can't get into the home, nice home. Um, I see pictures and things, but not haven't been able to physically go out for an appointment because I don't have a buyer with me. They're only accepting if you have a buyer. So I might just grab someone at this point. (laughs) No, don't don't do that. I would say instead, do you feel that you have the text relationship established? I do. They, you know. All right. So you've done your job. There's nothing really to do there for now. We'll get back to that. And then it's just finding new people to get in touch with, right? So now that you have the text relationship established, now it's you check in with them in a week. Hey, how's it going? Just thinking of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you got to let them sort of experience the pain of not selling on their own before they're going to entertain to meet with you. Okay. Okay. If you try to force it now, what you'll do is you'll be just like those other agents. So let me correct myself. The text relationship that I have established is surrounding a buyer. Like this. Well, I don't. Yeah, I got you. But see, that's a mistake because unless you have a buyer, you're being inauthentic. I thought it was. Yeah, I have someone who's interested. No, never. If I brought you in a buyer, would you pay X percent compensation? 
And I'm not saying I have a buyer. I say, if I brought you a buyer, would you pay X percent compensation? We've had that conversation. So I guess remind me of then when you would say, I'm interested in that house, Michelle. So you're not lying. You have someone who's interested in the home. When you have somebody interested in the home, but after that, I'm not going to say it. So if they get to a point where they're like, okay, well, do you have a buyer for my home? I don't know. I haven't seen your home. Could you tell me more about that? And you're going to continue the conversation on. Okay. Okay. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to be inauthentic because people can smell when you lie to them. They know when you're lying to them. And that's going to betray the relationship. Jeff, what you got? Um, I've, I've got two people that I've got meetings scheduled with, initial meetings scheduled with that asked me, do you have a buyer for my home? And my response was, I might. I work with a lot of buyers in your area. What do you think of that? I love it. Okay. You're not lying. Right. I love it. Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen your home yet. I have a lot of buyers I'm working with. Right. That It's a different flavor of what I'm saying. But, yeah, it's the I, same I, thing, basically. Yeah. I will say I like yours better. I'm going to start using yours. To me, that just reinforces, hey, I need to see your house more than yeah. I might have a buyer. Yeah. You look at it like this. Okay, here's where you are. Where do you want to go? And you just get like a linear. So where are you? You're here at the check, which is you have no relationship established. You have no connection with them and you have no appointment set. But you have a name and a number of somebody that's raised their hand and says, I want to sell. And I've not yet hired an agent. They've also have indicated by their actions, not necessarily by their words, but most times by their words as well, not all times, they've also indicated that they don't want to hire an agent by their actions. Make sure you pay attention to my words here because I said most times, not all times. There are times, there's been times where I've gone on day one and they're ready to hire an agent. Okay, it's rare, but I mean, I've experienced it. So if we're here, no relationship established, no face-to-face setup. What is my job? My job is to get face-to-face with them and then establish a relationship. Now, if I'm not able to get face-to-face with them, then my job reverts into establishing a relationship the best I can. But your first step in the journey here is a face-to-face. So if I'm not able to get a face-to-face because they're putting up an artificial barrier such as I'm only going to meet you if you have a buyer, then you got to revert back to, okay, well, how do I establish that relationship so that when they experience the frustration that I'm the go-to kid? So now it's going back to just establishing that rapport with them via text and then getting the relationship established. And then at some point, hey, how are things going? Oh, you know what? I haven't even seen your property yet. Would it make sense if maybe I could take a time to come take a look at it? Because I don't know. I may have a buyer for it, but I'd have to take a look at it first. Right. And so it's understanding the steps of the process goes from the system is text, set the appointment, go to the appointment and take the for sale by owner kit, hand it to them. And unlike those other agents, I'm not here to beg you for your listing. Instead, I'm here to be able to help you sell. And the reason why I would do so without begging you for your business is because I know many for sale by owners often end up hiring an agent. And if that were to be you, I'd like the opportunity to apply for the job. Get that accepted. Then you move on from that and you continue moving down the journey here of establishing a relationship until the time is right to pop the question. 
Think about it like marrying. You're not going to say, hey, let's get married on day one, right? You know you're going to go in this direction to marriage. I think we all understand it. But there's going to be fight right here. Okay, so does that mean that if my job in courting you is bring you roses every day, and now you piss me off, well, maybe I'm not going to bring you roses tomorrow. Now we got to worry about that. Now we're going to take a little bit of a sidetrack. Okay. And so the sidetracks are, I think, what's getting in the way, but the system's still the same. Bring roses every day. Bring roses every day. Bring roses every day. Oh, you lied to me. Oh, well, we got to clear that up, you know, relationship lie, right? We got to clear that up, make sure that we still want to go in this direction. Clear that up. Bring roses every day. Bring roses every day. Right. And that's the method that we're doing. What are your thoughts, Nichelle? Yeah. Okay. Noted. I'll look back at our text, our last text, and then figure out, I guess, where to go from there. Yeah, you may just hold off on it for a while and then just check in with them in a five or six days, seven days, maybe. You don't think that's too long? Well, it's more of an intuition. It's more of a subjective gut feeling for me. Because let's say you followed up with them tomorrow. Let's go back to the dating example. And let's say you meet a guy and you're really into him. And then you text him tonight. And then you text him at 6 a.m. tomorrow. And then you text him at midnight tomorrow night, right? And seven times in between. Oh, yeah, no. That's too much. Right? So, but now, in the same sense, you meet a dude today and then you text him a month from now. He's also gone. Okay? So, that's the dynamic that we're at. It's like, do you think it's too long? Well, really, that's for you to decide. But Mm -hmm. use that analogy right there. It is very much like courting where it's like, okay, well, I got to give it enough time, but not so much time that I lose them to another, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Yeah. Based off what you told me, I'm having a feeling, but you would know better than me to just chill for a second. So the last conversation we had was Tuesday. Okay. Maybe Monday. Hey, just check in. How was the weekend? Okay. Hey there. If you are a real estate agent and if you've been an agent for a second or more, you realize that there's sometimes peaks and valleys in your income that at the least make you feel anxious. And if you are looking to get rid of those peaks and valleys and you're seeking to have that consistent and predictable income and to specifically take listings in today's market when it's near impossible to get a buyer under contract, I invite you to a five-day listing domination challenge that I'll be hosting where you'll discover your way, not mine, your way to take listings and you'll be able to understand where to get seller leads who are ready to hire you right now in today's market and know how to get hired more often. I invite you to join us. It's a free five-day listing domination challenge. You can visit www.5daylistingchallenge. That's the number five, www.5daylistingchallenge.com. So go ahead and visit www.5daylistingchallenge and I'll see you online. Bye.